It's getting real now. It's getting real now. Now, uh, going back to what you said, uh, what did you say? Sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered behind the scenes, no holds barred look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Travis Sherry. I am sitting here in a little bit overcast New Orleans, but all morning I've spent reading about po' boys. So I am getting excited to get out there and eat my fill of po' boys. A po'boy professional, if you like alliteration, there you go. I am Jason Moore. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie, where we talk about the realities of the location-independent lifestyle. We continue that discussion there, but we also uh, work with the community, people on the path to location independence, and um, do a ton of fun stuff in there. So if you want to check it out, locationindie.com, I-N-D-I-E. Travis, yeah, you're uh, you're still road tripping, my man. We got to get everybody updated. We actually had to delay this episode a couple days for a few reasons. A few reasons, least of all my road trip. Let, least of all your road here. trip. I, That's true. I, I'll fill everyone in on the road trip really quick, and then we'll get to the more important items of the day. Uh, so last time we we chatted, we were making our way. We were in Nashville. Um, and uh, since then, we have made our way through rural Tennessee. I met up with a friend. This is pretty cool, Jay. And this is what I love about, um, I guess, life. I'm just going to say what I love about life is meeting up with people that maybe you never would have expected to meet up with again. And uh, that's one of the cool things about the location in the community is you get to you know, meet people from all over the world. But in this case, I met up with a friend who I had been friends with for only three months. We went to the same university for three months before we both left. And uh, I hadn't seen him in 14 years, and he lived in rural Tennessee. And we got I, I looked him up. His sister lives there, too. I knew her. We got in touch, and I stayed with him for what was going to be one night. We actually stayed for two nights uh, in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. And uh, it was awesome. We rode four-wheelers around. I rode a four-wheeler for the first time, almost crashed it. Uh, we stayed up to 3.30 in the morning one night, um, just hanging out, reminiscing. It was just a really, really fun, neat experience that I... I probably didn't think I would ever have. Um, so yeah, got to go through Tennessee, rural Tennessee, a, a part of the country I never thought I'd be in. And uh, yeah, then we made our way down to Birmingham, Alabama, did a few days in Birmingham, and now we're here in Nolens. So I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, one of the things I love the most about road tripping for work, because I was traveling around the States a bunch for a long time, is was exactly that, was crossing through a town and hooking up with somebody they hadn't seen in so long. And sometimes it doesn't really matter. A lot of times it doesn't really matter how long you knew somebody. Like, of course you have your childhood friends or whatever, and you have a different type of bond. But I think especially when you travel, you're put into different situations in life. Sometimes you can form these really deep friendships and bonds with people that you did. You don't have to know them for a long time. I mean, there were people like, I met traveling where we really connected and I only hung out with them for a few days, for example, you know, or like my buddy, John, we spent a summer working together down at Disney and we only knew each other for three months and same kind of thing. I went through Indianapolis uh, one time and 
uh, I just like, hey, man, let's catch up. And we did. And then we got kind of reconnected. So it's such a that's a beautiful thing, man. That's so great. You guys had a good time. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid, I think, of meeting up with people that they only knew for X amount of time or, hey, I knew them in high school. I don't know them now. Like as time passes, you get more afraid or you're just like, well, why would they want to meet with me? Or, you know, is this going to be awkward? I, You know, it can be, but typically it won't be. My motto is if someone was cool then or if I enjoyed their company then, then I'm going to look them up again and try to reconnect because you know people don't change all that much when it comes to their personalities and what you liked about them and 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 the situation may change you may have kids and you know you're not partying like you were in college or what have you but that doesn't mean that you're not going to have fun reconnecting so i would always err on the side of trying to reconnect with people because typically that's an experience that you're going to cherish then even more than going to see a certain place or something like that well you got plenty more stops. I mean, this is, again, the endless road trip that we talked about a, a couple episodes ago. You don't have any firm plans or destinations. Really, we had some destinations in mind. You didn't really know what direction it was going to go. One of the best types of road trips. And uh, you should be on the lookout because I think if you roll through Louisville, uh, I was texting with Heath yesterday, one of our Location Indie members, and he said, uh, hey, you know, let me, let me give me Travis's number because uh, I'm going to be uh, harassing him when he comes through town. So you might want to be on the lookout. Sounds like you got um, somebody else ready to bring you guys in and show you a good time. So it sounds like a pretty awful trip you're having, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've already been, quote unquote, harassed by Heath. And I mean that in the best way. I love when people get a hold of us and and try to urge us to stop through their town or, or welcome us or, you know, want to show us around. That's the, that's the, best, the best part of this. I actually yeah. got it. A text message today, this morning, from someone who said, hey, I have an apartment in New Orleans if you uh, want to stay a few more days. You know, New Orleans is pricey. It's going to be Jazz Fest. I, we only had three nights here, and now all of a sudden we're going to have five or six nights because of just someone who reached out and had an apartment that we could stay in. And so that gets to extend this, quote unquote, endless road trip even longer. So um, you never know what's going to happen when you hit the road. You never know what direction things are going to go. Man, I'm jealous that you get to hang with Heath. That's awesome. Well, you may be jealous of that. But I am jealous and very, very, very happy for you for a a more important reason. And that (laughs) is because we get to welcome a brand new addition to the location in the family, to the traveling family, and to your family. You recently had a little baby girl. I did. Last week, I had a baby girl and this is one of the things i actually just announced this on the on my podcast the zero to travel podcast this week too because i feel like you know this is something i've been holding in and i haven't really told anybody about hey i think there's a few reasons one is you want to make sure the baby's healthy and everything's okay there were just a lot of things going on a lot to figure out and uh you've been along for the whole ride i mean when uh, anna dort and i found out we didn't. Not not the whole ride, folks. Not the whole ride. <laughs> That's true. But we didn't know where we were going to live. I mean, we were. She was coming to the states and visiting for periods of times. I was coming to Norway on this tourist visa and traveling back and forth. And then I'd like come back to Philly and you know crash with Travis and Heather for a while and just kind of floating around. I go to Colorado and like we're just kind of everywhere. And we all were house sitting last year in Breckenridge, just like just bouncing around, you know. And the thing about it is when you get married to somebody from another country, everybody just makes this assumption that, oh, well, then you can just live in those countries and it's all good. No, it's like they don't, it's bureaucracy. You know, countries don't really care if you're married. You still have to fill out paperwork and like 
you know, follow a bunch of rules. And a lot of times, oftentimes, I think all the time, those rules usually mean staying in at least one place for a little while. Like once you apply to be somewhere, you kind of have to be there for an extended period. So we hadn't really decided what we were going to do. And then, um, you know, we found out this very exciting news. And then fate made fate made the decision yeah, for you. Yeah, and then uh, there was the decision-making process was fast and furious after that because we essentially had to pick a place to live. And, you know, Anadorta being Norwegian and, you know, me being from the States, the healthcare, uh, that's a whole other discussion. But there was really no way to bring her into the States and get her coverage, sadly. Uh, whereas here, she's from here, everything would be covered. So, uh, you know, came a no-brainer to have the baby here and to set up shop here for a little while. And also, I was thinking about this, Trav, and there were many reasons I was excited about this outside of the little girl we just had. But one is uh, getting to explore a whole new continent a little more in depth because I traveled around the States so much and I started thinking, all right, well, if I have a base in Europe now, this is like a whole other area to explore. And I mean, I've traveled through Europe a bunch, but not as much as I've traveled to the States. So I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. And talking about location independence, I can, I do want to get into that because this is the key reason or one of the, I mean, the key reason why we want to be location independent is because we have the flexibility to do the things we want to do in life. And right now we're having a family. I have to be location independent, man. This is like a back against the wall strategy because I want this little girl to meet my family. We got to be able to have flexibility to travel to the States. I still have to have flexibility to travel around. We're doing projects together. We want to get together and do things. So it's like, it sounds counterintuitive when you think, oh, family travel. It's like one of those things where people see it as uh, maybe something that can inhibit travel. Whereas uh, with the location dependent piece, you know, it's great because not it's not just travel. Also, I get to be at home and I can work from home while I'm here. And it's just, it's huge. So, I mean, these are all of those pieces, but man, I got to say this little girl came. It was a mind blowing experience when it happened, dude. It was uh, it, like, it's interesting to be on the other side of it because I have not had that experience yet. And obviously, some people listening will have had children and some won't have had children. And, uh, and, or might and so want you to. describing it. Yeah, might mm-hmm. want to. They, they haven't had them yet. You know, you fall into two camps. Either you've had a child or you haven't had a child yet. Um, and, and those who have will know exactly what you're speaking of. And those who haven't can only kind of know it through your enthusiasm and the idea of what it would be like to have a child, but can't feel the emotion, like the feeling, like, you know, you don't, you don't know what it is until you do it. But I I think that you're so right. Like for me, I'm super excited, not only for you and your wife for having a child, but because of what that child is going, the, the way that that child is going to get to grow up. And you touched on it a little bit with this idea of location independence doesn't mean that, you know, I think a lot of times there's this I guess perception that location dependent means you're usually a single person, maybe a couple, but you know, and you're just nomadic, you're traveling around. It's only for people who want to travel all the time or constantly on the move. Go, 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 go. And we've always said that's not the case. It can be anyone. It can be people with families who want to just be able to work from home and not have to send their children to daycare, you know, or, or anything like that. Or in your case, hey, I want to bring my child back to the U.S., you know, between your Norway and the U.S. and maybe other places as well, you know, and bump around. It, it just allows you to do, as you put it, whatever you want. And that's the beauty of it is that this little girl is going to get to grow up in a lifestyle that's unique 
from what we grew up in and most people grow up in, and that is, hey, I live at home and here's what it is, and maybe we go on vacation here and there. It's just, it's cool because a lot more people are going to get to grow up in that environment because a lot more people are going to be able to become location independent over the next year, five years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever it is. Yeah. I think it's one of those lifestyles where right now, when you associate it with travel, you know, everybody, most people I would imagine that listen to the show and the people that are in our, our community, the motivation for it is often travel based. It's not the only reason you want to be location independent, but what is the common thread amongst everybody in location indie community, and I would imagine most people listening to this podcast, is that one of the biggest motivating factors for it is having the flexibility and the ability to travel. But when I really started looking into location independence, when it first started, I mean, listen, this little girl wouldn't even exist because, you know, first I had to date a girl from Norway, you know, that was that, that whole thing had to happen. Like I had to be location dependent to just even go and like court this woman that was going to be, court, you know, court. my wife. That's I, right. I'm sure yes. you courted her. Yes. yes I'm sure. Using... Very, you were very gallant. Again, I like riding it on horseback. Sh- throw that Shakespearean lingo in there every once in a while, you know, kick it old school style. But, uh, so I went to ye old, I got on ye old airplane and, um, you know, was dating this gal and, you know, all of these things could happen because of the location independent, lifestyle. Now, at first, I was consulting and working full-time, essentially, but as a consultant. So it was running through my own company, but that was like the service-based kind of trading time for money. But one of my requirements was I have to be able to do this from anywhere. And that kicked it off. And that was uh, that was exciting. And then I, I started realizing the possibilities. Well, wow, this isn't just travel. And one of the things I talk about a lot is um, that we talk about is as you get older, you know, your life changes, like your interests change, things you want to do. And uh, having the location independent lifestyle as a foundation gives you a lot of room for growth and to incorporate the different things that you want to do in your life, whether, you know, there might be, because it's not, it's, you're right. It's not like you're nomadic all the time. You know, for a while you might be like, hey, I'm tired of traveling. I just want to base somewhere and only travel once in a while. You can do that. Or I want to slow you. You can kind of like, you have more control to, I hate to use the term lifestyle design because I know it's kind of like a buzz term, but when you have this foundation, it gives you, I think, more freedom to actually design your life and, and build it in that way. It's just a fluid thing as your, as your needs change, as your wants change, as what you, you know, as your family changes, if you have children, if you don't have children, you know, you buy a house or what, or you decide to sell your house. Some people are going the other way, like where they've been in a situation. Now they're like going the opposites, you know, and they're traveling more and leaving all behind. Some people are like us are coming more from nomadic, nomadic lifestyle and then settling in a little more. It's, it's just, it's great because it allows you to be totally fluid. One of the things that I, I want to ask you about because you know going through this whole process i i was actually very surprised that you were not mentioning having a child like i guess i i feel like it would be very hard for me to hold something like that in i know it was hard for you but you know you you kept it under wraps and that was great and now uh, you have a healthy a daughter and it's amazing but you were nervous of course throughout this whole thing not just for having a baby but like what is this going to do for my lifestyle you would say to me hey trev like this is I, I'm just nervous because it's going to change the way I am. Like, I can't just pick up and go now, you know? And it's another thing that I want to say roots you down a little bit, not not even in a bad way. That's not meant as a bad term, but it, it, it obviously makes you responsible 
more than you were before. Someone else is depending upon you. Scary thought. So what has it felt like then leading up to the birth? And then, of course, also, what has it felt like now? Because you've had a, you've had a baby girl now for a couple of days, right? Yeah, uh, about a week, actually. A week and 40 minutes ago is when she came out. And, you know, just to be totally transparent, in real time, as we're recording this, my wife just knocked on the door because the little girl pooped her pants. So there she is right on the changing table, which is this is the only room we we can have the changing table in. And uh, she came in and said, hey, I got to come in and uh, get this poop out of these pants. So uh, or out of this so diaper. For the first... For yeah. the first time ever, a for live the first time ever, change. there was a baby getting changed right next to and someone let's bring recording. Let's in on this podcast. Actually, you want to? Uh, you want to? No, she's she's shying away. She's t- she's well. She care. has to change a diaper, man. There's there's yeah, priorities okay. in life, and uh, talking on the podcast maybe not as high a priority, Jason, as changing a diaper. There you go. There you go. It's getting real now. It's getting real now. No, uh, going back to what you said. Uh, what did you say? Sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's a, I, I want to know what it's like to have oh, yeah. a child now because all all the fears that you had and all the um all kind of like the the ideas that you had and and not the the you know the worries. How has that changed now that you've actually had a child and now you've you know you've had you've had this girl for a week. Yeah. Um we can well, start using this, her name if you're ready to announce her El, name. I her don't name, know if her name is Ellie Aurora and the Aurora came from uh, Aurora Borealis because my wife is from a rural area in Norway and actually the night she was born or the night my wife went into labor the northern lights came to that area so I thought it'd be pretty cool to uh bring that into the name. Uh you know I these are different perspectives, and I can only speak from the male perspective and my own personal perspective, you know. But, you know, when Anadurta's carrying this baby and it's inside of her, she's connected to it in a certain way. But as the guy, you are, and you can feel the baby kicking and everything like that, and you have like nine months to adjust to this idea, you know. But it's still like you don't know who this person is. You're a little bit disconnected in some way. And I think it's natural to have these fears of, uh, are you hearing that? We're hearing the baby. (laughs) This is (laughs) to have Ellie's first podcast. Yeah. It's Ellie's first podcast. That's true. Um, it's natural to have these fears of like, you know, losing your independence and all that type of stuff. But I mean, the, the reality is fortunately, you know, Travis with the work that we do, seeing all the people, uh, what they're doing in the location in the community, uh, people, guests that we've met through our podcast, the people we've been around the last years doing this, there are so many different, what m- many might call unconventional lifestyles, right? And, and that includes people that have kids and have done all these different amazing things with, you know, with their family. And I just started realizing, well, duh, this is like what we talk about all the time. You know, you, you can create the lifestyle you want, you know, if you have that foundation there. And that really, you know, helped. And then when she came along, it was one of those things where, uh, you know, everybody said, what everybody says is totally true. You know, it's not like people aren't describing the scenario accurately. It's like, oh, it's, the, it's a miracle. It's one of the most amazing, you know, the most amazing day of your life and all these different things. Like, yes, everybody's describing it correctly. And I would say the same things. Everybody was 100% right. But like you said, you can't know what that feels like 
until you experience it. And um, it really is a spectacular thing. And, uh, I, you know, I'm at the point now where, you know, one of my passions, uh, we have a shared passion in helping people travel, right? And uh, the way I see it, it's like, this is a little traveler. You know, we're going to still do our thing. We're going <laughs> we're gonna to be traveling around. We're going to be doing our events. We're going to be doing different things that we do. But this is like somebody else that I can also enjoy travel with, you know, can enjoy well, life with. It's exciting. I, I, I saw it as well, uh, you know, just from speaking to you over the last week. And, you know, I, I got, the, as you mentioned, I got to see the whole lead up to it, you know, basically knew from the beginning that that you were going to have a child and, and going through the highs and lows of like preparing for it and being worried and then being excited and, you know, all those feelings. And then in the last week, we've spoken a, a lot less because I've been on the road and, and you've obviously been tending and trying to come up with a name, which you would not release for a whole week. But I've seen, you know, just a calm come about you. And I think that, you know, Again, it's one of those things leading up to you don't even really realize like, you know, it's going to change your life. And you're only at least us are usually more worried about the not the not the negative ways, but you're worried about it changing life. And then when it does, you're like, wait a second. I forgot that it's going to change my life in such an amazing way. I didn't (laughs) even know that all the good that was going to come out. of it. And so I think it also has forced you to be calmer to settle down and to actually help put stuff into perspective. Because I think a lot of times if you're an entrepreneur, whether you're location independent or not location independent or striving towards it or whatever, you get going so fast and, and you kind of get this warped perception of reality. And we've talked about it on other podcasts and we, you know, you, you just, you get in your own head and it's hard to get out. And then you have this human being that is now <laughs> dependent upon you and almost you solely, right? You and, and and the other person that's involved in that life, and all of a sudden, you're like, wait a second, <laughs> like this is like all this stuff that I want to do is great, and everything in my head is great, but it, I think it forces you to gain some perspective pretty quickly, and I think that's a good thing a lot of times. Absolutely, you you your point is spot on. I mean, it, it, it's like that whole idea of it's just human nature. If you're thinking about this from your own business perspective or whatever it is that you want to do in location. I'm sorry. She's she's really going at it today. If you can hear that, I've never heard her cry this much uh, when she was getting changed. We said a a behind the scenes no holds barred look. That's right. And this is it right here. No a no problem. holds barred look at the realities of the location-dependent <laughs> lifestyle. There she goes. Now with a child. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and don't worry, we're not going to be talking about this all the time as, uh, as that can happen. But, uh, you know, this is, this is a hot topic right now for me. And, um, yeah, I think, you know... You mean this isn't, this isn't going to turn into a uh, listen to what my child did today <laughs> podcast where it's like, listen to what my kid did today. It took its first step. Listen to what my kid did. No, right. um, um, I think it's a really important thing, Jay, for people without kids or with kids because it's, a, it's an incredible thing that you just went through. And it's going to be really neat to see your perspective on it as it continues and yeah. develops. Thanks. It's um, just to finish my last point, then I want to comment on that. It's human nature to focus on on the lack, and that's the battle we face—the uphill battle as entrepreneur, as location-dependent entrepreneurs, or whatever it is you're trying to do. It's it's your mind is the uphill battle, and it's like, what are the things you're going to focus on? And it's really hard. It's really easy to see you the things you you know might theoretically think you're going to lose. But it's impossible to see the things you're going to gain because you haven't experienced them yet. So if you have experienced 
you know, traveling around the world for the year, a year by yourself or whatever. And you're like, Oh, I'm never going to get to do that. And that's honestly, like I've chosen wisely with my partner. I mean, you know, she's, she's solo traveled through South America. That's where we met. We've both like solo travel. We both value our independence. So we, you know, we have this agreement we have open communication where it's like, look, um, we still got to be individuals. We still got to do the things we want. We want to do that fulfill us. It doesn't mean shirking your responsibilities. It just means, you know, being an individual person and like having, bringing that to the relationship. So it's all just, it was all just a limiting belief essentially is what I came to the conclusion to. It was just, you know, typical like guy worries before the baby, like, oh my gosh, this is going to like change everything forever. I'm not gonna be able to do this and that, but like it's changed everything in a, in a good way. And to kind of build on what you were just saying, I've traveled in all of these different ways over many, many years and this feels right to me, you know? It's like, this is what happens. This is life. Like, I started traveling full-time when I was 22 years old, you know, did all these travel jobs for over a decade plus, and then I was kind of bouncing on and out on the road, worked a corporate gig for a couple of years, like, just traveled in between, and then kind of transitioned to this locate. I did transition to this location-independent lifestyle. So, you know, the way I see it, it's like, what I love to talk about is all the different ways you can travel. Now I have this beautiful little girl. This is just another way of one of the many ways that I've incorporated travel into my life over many, many years. And this is just another way to do it. So it's like, cool. Now, like, this is something I can talk about. And this is something with that people that have kids, if we, if we talk about this particular topic, hopefully I can help in some way there too. So, I mean, it's just an extension of life, you know? It's an extension of every decision that gets made. So whether you're someone who's sitting there thinking, well, now I'm not going to be able to do what I used to be able to do because I'm going to get married, or now I'm not going to be able to do what I used to be able to do because I'm going to buy a house, or now I'm not going to be able to do what I used to be able to do because I'm going to have a kid. You know, All of that is very true. You're not going to be able to do the exact same thing that you used to do because all of that adds in responsibilities and another partner and all of so no matter what decision it is or, or life circumstance it is, all of that is true. It won't be you won't do it the same way. But guess what? Usually it's a better way. Like usually it provides a different perspective and it changes things and and typically that becomes better. And so I just I'm just really, really excited for you, Jay. I'm super excited that that not only do you have a healthy, beautiful little baby girl, but that it is going to allow me to see how you change, you know, from a perspective of someone who's very close to you and, and has seen all the worries and sees all the behind the scenes stuff. And so, and it will be the same way for everyone who listens to the podcast. And that's what we like to share is that, listen, people go through these thoughts and worries and fears and all that. And this is what happens on the other side of it. And, and not to let it be a limiting belief, like, like you said. I just can't personally wait until Ellie gets old enough to talk because then maybe she can take your spot at the uh, podcasting mic. Maybe I'll have a new podcast co-host. <laughs> hey, you might she need can, one She can point. really give a behind-the-scenes, no-holds-bar look at you, right? Well, she certainly got the pipes for it if you just heard that whole racket coming in. Coming in like a, like a blizzard, like a nor- nor'easter. I think we're getting... Inside LI here soon. I mean, we're we're about two and a half minutes out. What do you think? Yeah, let, let's give you guys a look inside LI. So e- each episode, what we try to do is give you something really cool that's happening inside the location indie community. A success story or talk about something that, that people are talking about inside our community, location indie, I-N-D-I-E dot com. Um, our members forum and everything like that. And I, I, I have two things to mention about inside LI, both from uh, 
one of our newest members, but someone who's really um, just taken to the location in the forum and been posting and, and just offering great advice. And that's M. Ledet. And um, one of the things that he just did, and I like it because he put a poll up at the top. I still am not sure if I know how to create a poll. So congrats on actually learning how to create a poll. I think I could do it if I did to. But he said, would you buy a book filled with stories like this? So he just got done a basically round the world trip. What he's doing is I think a really neat thing. And that is coming back, decompressing from the world and putting time into writing short stories. And so he did one about about eating fancy French cookies. Mac. Now, I never know if they're macaroons or macarons. I think they're mm-hmm. macarons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he just wrote a short story. It's about a page and a half. You know, we're looking at like six, seven paragraphs about his experience eating fancy French cookies. And I just thought that that was such a neat way to go about kind of keeping your memories alive like so many times people just put up pictures on facebook or instagram or something like that or they don't even take the time to put the pictures up they just live on their digital camera if you're like me and then you go have thousands of pictures in every single day but he's actually taking the time to distill it down into like small anecdotal stories and i just love that idea because i think there is a lack of good travel writing and i would 100 buy a book of someone who's just telling like an experience like here's my first experience eating a macaron and why it was so cool and then like you know then you're reading another story about maybe like taking a boat ride down the amazon or whatever it is you know it's like they're disparate stories but they're by the same author and they're about certain things i don't know what thoughts jay oh i think it's great uh, it's uh it's great to do it when it's fresh like you said it's the smallest things that you remember the most like i don't know what it is about a certain small experience that'll trigger like that very memorable thing about it whatever it is like eating a french macaroon or whatever but to bring that experience to life and share it i mean i love reading about other people's uh travel experiences and their perspective so yeah bring it on man i'm into that book bring it on and it's super cool because now people can vote of whether they would buy it or not and uh i think we're out of time chris is our editor is going to be buzzing us right about now but i think it's the cool thing is not only that we get to read um emily story but also that then, like, I'm sitting here now, and as soon as we're done this podcast, I'm going to be giving feedback on what I liked, what I didn't like, whatever. And that's the power of a community is that you can get that type of feedback. I know we're out of time, but I just want to – one last thing inside of LI because not only is Emily Dett asking for help now. Hey, did you like my story? He talked about the best – uh, and what he did with using a phone abroad because someone else asked, hey, how can I use my cell phone abroad? And he wrote like a really awesome couple paragraphs about his experience with T-Mobile and using the 2G and then also getting SIM card. So that's what's so cool is that people are constantly getting feedback, whether it be travel, whether it be on a business idea, things like that. It's just cool, man. It's cool. Yeah, it is amazing. If you want to sign up and get a couple freebies we're giving out, just text location indie, I N D I E, all one word, location indie to 33444, or you can go to locationindie.com. And listen, if you're on the path to location dependence, you're location dependent, whatever, whether you join location indie or not, you know, we're bringing you this podcast every week because we think it's fun. We love to talk about it. So hopefully this is adding value to your life in that way. Also, I, I just think it's important. We are huge advocates of surrounding yourself with people doing this. Like you need the support, whatever you're doing and whatever venture you do in life. I think it's like 
you know, having that support system is really helpful. Like Travis mentioned, in location indie, we're all supporting each other. But if you're not joining our community or whatever, I mean, get some support somewhere. You know, Travis and I, we support each other for a long time. Get an accountability partner. You know, if it's something you really want to do or you are doing, if you're doing it and you already have support, you already know this. But um, just that ongoing support's been so key, man. Like even when I dip into location indie and um. Like, you know, like a couple episodes ago, or maybe it was last week or two weeks ago. I don't know. The, the money, the money episode, I was in these blues. It's like, oh, one of the ways to snap out of it is like to get some inspiration from other people. It's just really cool. So anyway, we, uh, we, as usual, we went over our 30 minutes, but there was a lot to talk about today. And I appreciate you, um, allowing me to share, uh, the exciting news about little baby Ellie. So it's, um, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Well, Thank you, Jay, for sharing it, for being so open. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Remember, if you want to check out Location Indie, get some freebies, text 334, or text Location Indie, all one word, to 33444. Thanks for tuning in. And um, I want to give a little thank you to Ellie for joining us on the <laughs> podcast for the very first time. So we'll talk soon, Jay, and to everyone out there listening. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Peace. Peace.